Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jason, we are efforting to get Sean O'Hara on the program. Thursday night football tonight, Jason. Uh, Vikings hosting the Steelers. And as I, I said to you yesterday... The Vikings are one of those teams you don't know what to expect week to week. And coming up yeah. the loss to the Lions, and now they're at home, and it's Thursday night football. I kind of expect good Vikings tonight. Well, I can tell you the knives are out for Mike Zimmer, and for good reason. That thing has run its course. I think the fans that do show up there are going to make it very clear to the Will family that they're over this. And I think if, if the Vikings do not get off to a fast start, they're in trouble. Although the one thing they do have going for them, and we saw it here, the game in, in Baltimore, um, their scripts are usually pretty good. Kirk Cousins one of the best first quarter uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. But I like I like the Steelers. I think T.J. Watt's going to have another big night. Well, let's uh, let's talk to someone about this. Sean O'Hara is an NFL Network analyst. You can follow him on Twitter at Sean O'Hara 60. Thursday night football continues tonight with the Steelers, Steelers and the Vikings on Fox, NFL Network, and Prime Video. And Sean O'Hara joins us now. And Sean, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we start talking about tonight's game, we, we have to get your thought. We're here in Baltimore. What do you think of this Ravens team and the way Lamar Jackson has played over the last month? Oof. Um, it's it's been tough. It's been tough to watch for, for a number of reasons. Um, you know, normally, man, you, you you turn on the Ravens film and they're just smashing people up front, moving people off the line of scrimmage, pretty much doing whatever they want in the run game, and they've really kind of struggled in that. And, and that's kind of been their forte, um, and that's kind of forced them in, into a little bit more of a passing situation and a passing offense. And that that's really just not their wheelhouse. Um, so. Certainly the um, injuries at the tackle position are magnified when you get into those passing situations. That's what we've, uh, you know, we've all seen. Obviously, Patrick McCarry, you know, had a rough rough game uh, last week and then hurt his hand. I don't know if he broke his hand or what, but 
Um, when Phillips came in, it wasn't much prettier. Um, so, you know, that, that, that makes it hard, and you can see the effect that it's having on Lamar. He, all of a sudden, he started to feel the pressure, then he doesn't trust the pocket, and now he's taking his eyes off his receivers and he's looking at the rush. And once that happens, you know, then, then he's no longer a threat to scramble and still hurt you with, with, the, with the throw. So um, that has kind of changed his game a little bit and, you know, really just watching film and just seeing kind of what's transpired in the last couple of games. I mean, I'll, I'll go all the way back to the Miami game on yep. Thursday night. Miami brought the house. They, were, they just started blitzing him. And in the NFL, like, once you're on fire – like you've got to put it out quick, otherwise everybody's just going to say, you know what, they struggled with that last game. We're going to do the same thing until they put that fire out, until they prove to everybody and to us that they can beat us with it and they can pick it up. And that's that's kind of been to me what what they've been seeing offensively is look, you got banged up offensive linemen and a quarterback that's not not seeing the blitz and not getting the ball out in a timely fashion. We're bringing the heat and it, and they've been getting home. Hey, Sean, you played in the league. How surprised are you that here we are six weeks later from the Miami game, basically, and, and they haven't made – it's seemingly they haven't made much of an adjustment against the Blitz. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be frustrating, you know, if you're Greg Roman and, and if you're John Harbaugh, because as soon as you turn on the film after a game, you're like, all right, man, we did not pick up this nickel sand Blitz. We didn't pick up the zone pressure. All right, here's what – guess what we're working on on Wednesday and Thursday? Yeah. Guess what our walkthrough is focused is – so you start doing that, and then it's like, all right, guys, here, here's what it is. We know what's, what's happening, and everybody's like, yep, we got it in the walkthrough. And then you go out there on the game, and it's the same blitz you just walked through, and you screw it up. Now, part of that is, look, guys just get beat, you know, and it's like, hey, like the, like one of the sacks against Pittsburgh this last week, it was a nickel sand blitz, and they should have been picked up. Like, from it wasn't a mental issue. It was just Macari – his defensive end spiked. And look, offensive line one-on-one. If you've got a linebacker outside of a defensive end on the line of scrimmage, guess where that defensive end's going? He's not going outside. He's darting inside. So have some anticipation and some awareness. But in that situation, it's like, all right, clearly they, the line was sliding to the right. The nickel slot blitzer came off the right. And the tackle just you know followed the, the defensive end slanting yeah. inside and then was late getting out on the pressure. And that ended up forcing Lamar to step up right into T.J. Watt. So it's kind of like, all right, that's a blitz sack. But they knew what to do. They just didn't execute it with their technique. And that's got to be what's so frustrating. Sean, something we've talked a lot about this week schematically with the Ravens, and you touched on the woes in the run game, and, and usually they could just beat you up. But with the offensive line being what it is, and they're doing, they're asking so much out of Pat Ricard, but – you know, Tomlinson's not Boyle, and Boyle doesn't look like he's you know that there's a medical situation there, and Oliver's just whatever. I'm <laughs> wondering if at this point they've got to spread people out, run more out of three wide scenarios, and just run the heck out of Lamar Jackson to the outside because you know what I mean. I, I don't I don't know if the the heavy stuff is there for him, and frankly, getting other teams in the nickel um, personnel, I, I kind of feel like might behoove them. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely worth, you know, an effort. And I'll say this, as a former offensive lineman, I used to love when we would go three wides and run the football because, you know, now you have a six-man box. The running lanes are a lot – it's a lot easier to create space. There were times when, when – and Seattle used to do this all the time, when, when back with Sean Alexander mm-hmm. was the running back. They would split the tight end out. So it was – you know, sometimes you'd have a five-man box. And to be honest with you, sometimes it's better to get the tight end in there because they usually screw it up anyway. <laughs> they they get beat across their face, um, you know, or, or they don't hold up against the defensive end, and so they, they, they ruin a perfect execution by the old lineman, and then we all get double minuses. So 
sometimes, yeah, you take that tight end out of it. You, you take the, the, all these defenders out of there. Um, yeah, it's like trying to fit 10 pounds of you-know-what to a five-pound bag sometimes <laughs> when you bring in the extra tight end and the fullback. But the the, the key with, the, with this run game is you, you can't just sit here and say, well, the offensive line's not playing well. That's why they're not running the football. Because there's times where, man, you block everything really well and you get three yards. And yeah. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah, the backs aren't special. No, right. I mean, they, you, know, they, they, you got they, yeah. somebody do, doing the river dance in the B gap <laughs> and tapping his toes. Yeah. And it's like, hey, man, hit the hole downhill. Like, Devontae Freeman, bless his soul, he's running hard, but there's times where he misses it. Latavius Murray. And here's what happens when you have a rotation now. I mean, think about all the running backs they've run through this year already. I mean, they're scraping these guys up off the bus yeah. stop on their way to the game. Now the run fits have been affected. We talk about rhythm in the passing game. There's rhythm in the run game, too. And I remember when we had Willie Green, we drafted him in the first round in Cleveland, and he was really struggling with that. I mean, we're, we're running weak side you know, zone, and, I mean, the hole in the A-gap is, is, is as big as a panini sandwich um, you know, on, on, in, in a six-foot sub, and he's dancing. And so we would spend extra time during the week with, we would call it run fits, and it was just walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. And it was just showing him, hey, look, when, when we get this defensive front, here's how you press the hole, and here's where it's gonna, the crease is going to show up. It's only there for a second, so you've got right. to hit it. If you miss it, you know, now, we're, now we're getting stuffed for a yard or, 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 or nothing. So those run fits are so crucial. And when you have running backs are just rotating and rotating and don't get all the reps with that, that makes it hard as well. Sean, I don't know how much of the game you watched uh, the broadcast or, or film, but Tony Romo was really calling Lamar out during the game on the sacks not for not throwing it to his hot route, and he kept pointing out you got to throw it here now. How, in your opinion, how much of the sacks are on Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of them are. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to answer your question, I try to I try to turn the volume down when I'm watching. Games sometimes. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think. The the hot route goes into that blitz conversation we were just having because if you if if you if they want to run just just a simple blitz and you have a guy that's open if you if you get the ball out and all of a sudden man you just got twelve yards the defense coordinator gonna say all right you know what he he's got that one take throw that blitz out and now you don't see it again so if if it burns you once you're gonna see it again and if it burns you twice that's it you're getting it the rest of the game but it definitely is a vision thing and it's also he has to trust that sometimes even on a hot route, like you have to get the ball out and you have to trust that everybody else is going to pick up the other guys so you're not going to get hit before you can get that ball out. So he, he definitely has missed some of those. And there's even times where, um, you know, I would just was watching, you know, about 10 minutes ago, I was just watching some of the sacks from the Pittsburgh game and he felt pressure that wasn't even there yet. And instead of hanging in the pocket and waiting for Mark Andrews to clear a second level, it would have been a 20-yard gain. He got a little got a little scared, skittish, and kind of started to run around inside the pocket a little premature. And that right there took him off his read. He took his eyes off his off the tight end. And it's not even a hot throw, but it's just waiting that extra half second, trusting that they're going to block in long enough for you to get that ball out and make a big play. Sean, I, I, I got to uh, ask you a question about the Giants before we let you go. I mean, no, it's just... no, we're running out of time. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know how, you know, guys who've played there and what a special place that's been and, and the, the history and, um, you know, it, it you'd rival the Steelers and the Packers, you know, and it's, it's consistency and cohesion. And 
man, you got another coach on the ropes here. It hasn't been a smooth operation. The Freddie Kitchens thing hasn't. 265 total yards, 250 total yards. Is there a way out of this with Joe Judge in place? I think there is. Um, You know what? I've been very impressed with Joe Judge. I didn't know anything about him when the Giants hired him. I had to look him up on Wikipedia, and (laughs) you know, and I I see his face, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's who the that's the guy that was standing next to Bill Belichick on the sideline during every game situation, telling them here's what we should do. So I'm like, all right, Uh, you know, I think this guy knows what he's doing. I've really been impressed with some of the things that he has brought to the Giants. Some of the the techniques, the just the mannerisms uh, and the culture for the team. I think he's done a good job of that. I think the defense has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, and like you look at the defense with no Blake Martinez, yeah. all right, but your captain out. Um, Jabril Peppers is on IR. They just lost Logan Ryan for a couple weeks due to COVID. So basically, all your defensive captains uh, have been out, and yet they're still holding teams to ten points, fourteen points. Um, Patrick Graham's done a great job. Yes. The offense is broken, and it's you know what? To be honest with you, it never worked. Um, Jason Garrett, I don't think he got a fair shake at it in his first year. Um, you know, bringing in the offense under remote situations with COVID, everything's virtual, and then Saquon Barkley goes down a week yeah. too. So things have been really tough. They were starting three rookies on on the offensive line last year, and they've already lost um, three offensive linemen. They've been running through left guards like toilet paper. Um, so it's been it's been very frustrating, and I, I do think Joe Judge is a good coach. I do think he deserves another year. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I will always put the onus on the players. You're getting paid to execute. Forget about everything during the week, Monday through Saturday. You're getting paid to go out there on Sunday and do your job. And I'm tired of, of turning on the film of the New York Giants and just watching just pansy you-know-whats. Like just flat out, what, what are you doing? Like ha- have some stones. Go out there. This is a game about kicking the person in front of you's butt. That's what it's about. And, and I'm tired of seeing them do that to the Giants. So it's kind of like when you're a kid and your dad, like, you know, Giants fans have gone through every stage of grief Oof. right now. Like they've gone full circle. They were angry. They were frustrated. They were mad. Now it's like when your dad says, now I'm just disappointed. And I think that's the way Giants fans feel. Uh, I'll say this. Look, I know you guys are down in Baltimore. Look, for Ravens fans, Please, I know they're probably calling in talking about how our offense is broken and ho hum. <laughs> you know, how, you know how much the Giants fans would give to be eight and four right now to be playing a meaningful game in December. Yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, what John Harbaugh's done down in Baltimore yes, is sir. remarkable, um, considering how many guys are on IR and how many guys they've lost. And really, they should be nine and three. You know, I mean, let's be honest that 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 two point conversion that they went for, I and mean, they should have had it. They run that play ten times, nine times out of ten, it gets completed. Um, so, yeah, tough day for the Giants, uh, t- tough times for the Giants, but um, I think they will they will battle through. Um, things will get better. Sean, one last thing before we let you go. The offensive lineman in you, did you love what, watching what the Patriots did Monday night? Oh, oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? I was in a three-point stance <laughs> the entire second half. I'm like, this is, this is unbelievable. This is an old lineman. This is a fat kid's dream. Like that – and, and an entire cheesecake waiting for you in your locker room. I, it couldn't have gotten any better. When I saw the wind and I, and I saw the way that they were handling in the first quarter, and I'm like, okay, you know what, they're running the football because they don't want to throw it going in, into the wind. And once they flip it around in the second quarter, then they'll start throwing the ball. And they didn't. And, and I couldn't believe it. Going to halftime and you threw one pass, I mean, um, I don't remember seeing something like that since Tim Tebow was playing quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I'm looking at the offensive of line. I'm saying, you know, who was having a blast was Michael Onwain. He was he's their extra offensive of line. Uh-huh. He had to report eligible every time. <laughs> but like when you're that guy, you maybe get five or six reps. I mean, like he probably had 45 reps. And it's you know, I mean, that's when in football is fun. When you just you're like, you know what, we're running 36 power. Guess what? We've run it five times. They know what's coming and they can't stop it. Yeah, it's those are good times. And I'll say this. On Monday, boy, there were some. There were a lot of ice bags on shoulders <laughs> oh. on Monday for both teams. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sean O'Hare is an NFL Network analyst. You can follow him on Twitter at Sean O'Hare sixty. Thursday night football continues tonight with Steelers Vikings on Fox, NFL Network, and Prime Video. Sean, this was awesome, thanks, man. Ben. Thank you Great so much stuff. for your time. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.